Welcome. You're listening to The Baker's Notebook, a new podcast about home baking. I'm Stacy, a mom of two, and I enjoy baking with my kids when I'm not teaching biochemistry lab. And I'm Mia, a romance author and home baker. We're two longtime friends who met and bonded over the perfect apple pie. Bake along with us as we find new recipes to try. Listen as we compare notes about our successes and inevitable failures in the kitchen. Learn along with us as we become better home bakers, one delicious recipe at a time. This week, we're baking Republic's chocolate fondant cake. Bake along with us. Stacy, why did you choose chocolate fondant cake for our recipe this week? Well, the real reason I chose it is because it is from Republic. And that is a restaurant out in LA, which I unfortunately have not made it to, but it's on my bucket list that I definitely uh, need to go check out. But one of my um, former teaching assistants who knows I enjoy cooking and baking gave me the Republic cookbook. And mm -hmm. it's a beautiful book. And it's by Margarita Mansky. And she is just amazing. And the recipes in this book, I've done a few of them now. And I love them. And it just really fuels my desire to go to this restaurant. Uh, and then I saw in the LA Times food section that they published this uh, chocolate fondant cake from Republic. So I thought, oh, we have to do this for mm. our show. And that's why we're doing it. <laughs> what would you, what's her style of baking? Like what kinds of things can you find in her baking cookbook? Oh, definitely. There's definitely a French influence, I feel like. Uh, definitely have, you know, all those beautiful brioches based recipes and the croissants and that kind of thing. So, you know, it, it varies from, you know, scones to, you know, the, the fancy laminated doughs. So mm -hmm. really it's, it runs the gamut and the pictures in there are beautiful mm -hmm. and you just want to eat and make everything. <laughs> Republic is not too far from me. I'm in mid city. So we're going to have to go once the lockdown yes. is done. And when restaurants are open again, let that be our very first place to go because their menus look amazing. And the food that I see on the Instagram account is just gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and if this cake is any indication of the quality of food that we can have there, like I'm there. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was yummy. So let's talk about the recipe a little bit. Um, so I I almost didn't pick this recipe because it says clearly at the bottom there's a note that says this recipe requires the use of a convection oven. And I have a convection oven, but I know that you don't. I do not. Yes. So how did that go? <laughs> well, I know that we talked about uh, that requirement on this recipe and how you wanted to change recipes, but I thought that it would be helpful for listeners who don't have a convection oven yeah. 
to learn how to convert convection oven recipes to a standard oven, which is what I have. Mm -hmm. And so I looked to a different LA Times article um, that listed some conversions for, uh, you know, differing ovens. And the basic rule for convection ovens, which are ovens that circulate air, is that correct? Yes, yes. They have a fan. Okay, so like a standard oven doesn't have that kind of circulation, is basically just take the temperature of the convection oven recipe and add 25 degrees. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. And I feel like these were successful. You know, that's so funny that you add 25 degrees because so you use a 425 degree oven. Mm -hmm. I have to set my, and, and so... This is something that annoys me about my oven. It's it's this quote unquote smart oven. And so when you put it on convection, it automatically, I think, decreases the temperature that you have it set for. So, and the reason I know this, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so the reason I know this is because, well, if you read recipes, they'll say, if you're using convention, convection, decrease the temperature by like 10% and the cooking time by like another percent, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, but this, this recipe said heat a convection oven to 400 degrees. So I assume that that means that a thermometer placed in your oven on the convection setting would register 400 degrees. Like that's right. what I think it would mean. Well, if I do that with my oven and set it to 400 degrees and hit on and it will say, you know, that it's heated up and it will say 400 on the little readout dial. But then you look at my thermometers in there and I have two just to mm-hmm. make sure placed in different places in the oven. Mm-hmm. It will say about 350. What? Yeah. So in order for me to get it to say 400 on my thermometers in there, I had to set it to 425. So I'm just cracking up that... <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what you set your oven to 425 but you actually i'm sure if we had actually put a thermometer in your oven it would have said 425 mine is you know at this point who knows i lost my <laughs> oven thermometers i have no idea where it was like I, it could be anywhere so well i had to set my oven to 425 to get it to be 400 okay and that is what i cooked it at okay <laughs> <laughs> Guys, just put it in a hot oven. <laughs> yes. I think that, no, but honestly, that is the key. I think your oven needs to be super hot because you need some souffle action to happen here mm-hmm. uh, in order for this cake to really come out correctly. So um, that that is very key. It does need to be in a hot oven. I think that this is a good time to bring up the question of why it's called a chocolate fondant cake when there's no fondant in it? <laughs> well, so I think we're thinking of, I don't know if it's American fondant or, or whatever, um, the, mm-hmm. the covering that we see on top of fancy cakes, right? Right. That, yeah. That, the, the kind of stuff that you roll out and shape and put on a fancy cake. Yeah. That's not this. Yeah. yeah. That has <laughs> nothing to do with this at all. Absolutely nothing to do with this at all. So I think, I think we Googled it <laughs> and mm-hmm. that, Fondant in French, right, is mm-hmm. similar to the word that would mean melting. Is that correct? Right. So, yeah, it, it comes from the same root as foundry or fondue. 
so melted oh fondue like the these mm -hmm. oh okay mm -hmm. yeah and so the consistency of this cake for anyone who's wondering and if you look at the la times posting of it there's a beautiful cake in this bowl with this beautiful beautiful quenelle <laughs> of ice cream on top um just gorgeous and i saw that and i was like i want that um it's it's sort of like a, a molten chocolate cake. Uh, if you've ever been to Roy, I'm a fan of Roy's. Um, it's one of the few chains that I really enjoy. Um, Roy Yamaguchi's restaurants. Um, so they have something called the chocolate souffle there. And mm -hmm. this cake reminded me a lot of their chocolate souffle. Mm -hmm. And that's one of our favorite things. When you, when you put that spoon into it. So it does souffle up in your oven, right? Right, it, right. It, it proofs mm -hmm. and you get that. And she even says um, to cook it, let's see, where was that line? Um, and bake just until the mixture begins to souffle and the top of each has mostly crusted over. And it does, it does look like, you know, that, that, that souffle top that you imagine. But mm -hmm. you scoop into there and there's this mm -hmm. beautiful... I don't know. Would you describe it as a pudding? What would you What would you call that? Melted goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yes, chocolate melted goodness. There is. There's a beautiful chocolate melted goodness in the center. <laughs> I would say it's like a. Well, it has elements of the souffle. It has elements of a chocolate cake around the outer mm -hmm. edges of it, and then in the center is this like warm chocolate hug yeah <laughs> and so it's similar to a lava cake but if you say chocolate fondant you're fancy <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly so. exactly <laughs> and i need fancy wherever i can get it these days so chocolate fondant cake yeah <laughs> but not to be confused with you know fondant. yes the birthday mm -hmm. cake covered in a layer um so Let's see what other special equipment. Oh, did you what what was your vessel for cooking this in? Uh, did you use ramekins or? I did. I actually I ordered ramekins because I've always wanted ramekins <laughs> and I like the word ramekin, so <laughs> I wanted to get some ramekins. I ordered the six ten ounce ramekins that she asks for for this recipe. Oh, okay. And they're big. Like these are big old ramekins. Like these are big desserts. <laughs> they're yeah. not little piddly fancy desserts they're like big substantial ones so you used actually 10 ounce ramekins i don't own 10 ounce ramekins but i own um eight ounce ramekins so you know just right. a little bit smaller um mm -hmm. and so i think in the picture that you see i think that is a 10 ounce ramekin because there is a nice distance between the cake and the and the top right. of the bowl um I didn't have quite that distance because my ramekin. Oh, did yours poof up? It did. Like, did they go over the it top? It didn't go over the top. Well, I think the very middle dome might have been just like at the top. But then when you bring it out of the oven, it, it did sink a little bit. Not a huge amount, but a little bit. So it was just below mm -hmm. the top. And mm -hmm. so it really wasn't conducive to put like a nice scoop of ice cream on top because there wasn't a lot of mm. room left in the ramekin. So I think a bigger ramekin would have been nice to have more room to put that a scoop of ice cream on top. So we just put some whipped cream on top, but, mm, yeah. but it was still delicious. It was, it was so good. 
It's so good. I think that the space that there, there was a pretty good amount of space on the tops of my desserts. Um, I had, I ordered, or I ordered, I bought some raw hazelnuts from Trader Joe's and then just toasted a, like a few handfuls yeah. before I started baking. And I just put those on top with some um, vanilla ice cream. It was absolutely delicious. The contrast between the whole roasted nuts and then like the soft cake oh, and the soft ice cream was really nice. That sounds like I, I highly recommend adding the hazelnuts because then it tastes like Nutella. Oh, oh my gosh. See, I didn't have any hazelnuts. And so I was just kind of like, oh, okay. I'm just going to skip that. <laughs> well, see, now I have a big bag of hazelnuts. So in the recipes that we're going to make in the future, it's going to be hazelnut. <laughs> so I better go buy. Like it was cray- I better go buy some. <laughs> yeah. It's hazelnut everything just like it was cranberry everything. <laughs> Just because I have this huge bag, I'm like, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> but they're so tasty. You toast them, and it smells so good. And then you put them on top, and then you have like a big container so of hot natility. Did you chop up? Did you chop them up before toasting, or you? I didn't chop them up at all. Oh. I kept them whole the whole time. Yeah. So there's, are they're kind of are how big are hazelnuts? They're pretty big. They're a little bit smaller than macadamia. Okay. Nuts. That's what I was picturing. Yeah. They're, it's a chunky nut. And so you put like a whole, like how many whole macadamia nuts per, per uh, cake did you? A lot. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> know, and like you didn't. A dozen? I and you know, didn't chop it. Because I think yeah. in the picture they look chopped. No. They're okay. chopped. Yeah. The, I think I got lazy. <laughs> and when they're whole, they're really. They're they're really pretty. I think they're really pretty. So I just put whole hazelnuts on top. You'll I, see. I'll I'll post. Yeah, the I haven't seen your picture yet, but now I'm intrigued. Um, intrigued. But that sounds that <laughs> sounds delicious. And maybe I need to get. I I think my husband would be very upset if I got more ramekins because I don't know where mm. we would put them. And so, mm. um, it is a question. I don't know where to put these. <laughs> they're big. So. <laughs> So I, I don't know. I, I There was a part of me that thought, can I remove this from the ramekin and put it into oh, a separate bowl? It yeah, out. but it I didn't it, it didn't look like it was going to work because I didn't grease it. Right. Yeah. It, there's no instruction to grease the. the yeah, containers. because it's meant to just be served in that ramekin. Right. So mm-hmm. um, and I think that's why it calls for such a large ramekin. Even though mm-hmm. the amount that you put into the ramekin doesn't go to yeah. the top, yeah, yeah, the topping, yes, no, and I think I think that 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 makes sense because it says um, the amount that you're going to use to fill each ramekin is a generous half cup mi- mixture. So that's only about. I feel it was more than that. <laughs> it was more than that. I, I think mine was about half a cup. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Um, because it didn't, it didn't, it didn't risk overflowing my ramekin. Maybe, maybe it might have okay, been closer okay. to like three, three quarters, maybe or something. Maybe a little bit more than a half. But I was considering, I was considering putting this in like one large container, like we did with the cheese. Oh, yeah, but I feel like it's more special to have little individual oh. ones. So I would make the effort. For sure to do the little individual I think it's ones. a great idea to have the little individual ones. And it makes six. And what I did, because we just have a family of four, is mm-hmm. we had we had three because I did I did so two people did share. But anyways, um uh <laughs> I, I I shared. Uh you can store these. What I did was I baked three and then uh 
the next night, I the other three, I just covered and put in the fridge. And mm-hmm. then the next day, I baked off the other three. And so it changed the baking time. So the first time, how long did you bake yours for? Uh, what was ten to there? ten what to twelve minutes? Um, ten to twelve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the first time I was basically that ten to twelve minutes, um, closer to the ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And again at ten, I just started looking for, as she said, uh, it's souffling that there will be a, a skin uh, that is not quite hard yet in the center. That's what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when I took it out of the fridge the following day, it was closer to like fourteen to sixteen minutes. So, yeah, well, because it was cold, right? Everything was cold instead Mm. of at room temperature. So, so that did take uh, a a bit longer and, but the results were just as good. So it's even something that I think you could make if you want to have a dinner party. And I think, so like when you go to someplace like Roy's, they warn you, uh, if you want to order the chocolate souffle, it's 20 minutes. So, you know, let us know now. While you're eating your dinner. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because if they're in the fridge, it does take 14, 14 to time. 16 minutes to bake. <laughs> I, I think that's what it is, you know? It didn't occur to me that it would be baking from cold. And so you want to make sure that that center yeah. is hot because it has a lot of right. raw eggs in it. Right. So that never occurred to me. You're so, right. Yeah. You know, you could do that. You could just have it in the fridge. And uh, if you're having a dinner party and have your oven on mm-hmm. and while people are, you know, getting, yeah, exactly. Pop mm-hmm. them in the oven and then look miraculously at the end. Oh, here's our hot souffle for a, uh, or fondant cake right. rather. Uh, fondant, for, fondant cake. Lava cake, guys. <laughs> for, no, because you want to be fancy <laughs> at your dinner party. Yes. Fancy. Uh, you also, you also have to estimate how much your guests talk yes yes so maybe maybe it's after actually you know people are done eating yeah. you stick this in there give right. people some time to just <laughs> hang around and digest if it's if it's your husband and my husband like don't don't even bother to put it in no. the oven until they're yeah, done yeah <laughs> it'll take a while and then they'll inhale it once it comes out so yeah and then it'll be gone right. so but overall these are overall great. i thought it was really good right it's so great and it's so easy. The only thing that I would caution people is that it takes a lot of eggs. So if you buy a carton of eggs, like be prepared that you're going to use eight eggs out of that because people will be upset. Speaking from experience, might be upset if they want an omelet the next day and there are not enough Well, you eggs. have four egg whites left because it's, it's – That's right. They can have an egg white It does white require omelet. four eggs, whole eggs, and four egg yolks. Mm-hmm. And that's right. You, you have to separate You have them. four mm-hmm. egg whites left, which we've talked that's about right. macarons. We've talked about, <laughs> we talk about pavlova. Yeah. We could talk that, about all kinds of things. You know, you things. could use those egg whites mm-hmm. for, or the next morning, it could be an egg white omelet for someone who's upset. That's right. After recovering from your <laughs> chocolate fondant cake. <laughs> it's all about balance. <laughs> Oh, man. I hope people make these. These are so fancy and so easy. So, Mia, what are we going to bake next week? Next week, we're making Viennese Whirls from the website Carrot and Crumb. 
I'm really excited to make these. I think they look absolutely delicious. They oh, they cookies. do. For anybody who doesn't know what they are, they are cookies. But so much more than cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for baking along with us this week. For links to the recipes and other notes, please check out our website, www.thebakersnotebook.com, or follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Baker's Notebook. You can leave us a voice message on our website if you'd like to be featured on the show. If you bake any of these recipes, please make sure to tag us on social media. We'd love to see what you create. Until next time, happy baking. See you then.